Yes. Coming on right now. You're on. Okay. Welcome to our first show. This is Dr. Jasmine on KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. This is our first show, um, this month of love, February 5th, and I'm so excited to be here. So grateful to the team here that's welcomed me and for our first our first guest is Dr. Arno Bernier. He's here with me now. Dr. Arno, are you there? I am there. Aloha. Jim. Aloha. I'm so happy I'm that I'm in Colorado. I'm in beautiful Colorado. You're in beautiful Colorado. So you have different mountains, um, but still that pristine nature element. And I'm so grateful to have you here. Um, we're we're having. I just came from our first women's gathering at Lumeria Maui, and we know the power of meeting. We know the power of of gathering women, gathering people of like heart and light mind. And you're the first person that came to mind for me when I thought about having a guest. And you're actually a main reason why I thought about having a show. And it's an honor to have you on the show. I'd like to share a little bit of history about you, if you don't mind, um, before you before I ask you some questions and welcome you on to speak. Uh, Dr. Arno Bernier was has been a leader in the chiropractic profession for for decades and has been uh, integral in really bringing such such quality and uh, purpose to the chiropractic profession, keeping us on purpose. My last conversation with you on Sunday, Dr. Arno, turned me back on to why I love chiropractic. And it's true, sometimes we have these times of burnout where we forget why we're doing things, especially when we're going against the grain. And um, even in our profession, we've had quite some struggles. Yet, when you make that big difference in someone's lives, be it a patient or a colleague, or like you, connecting with a leader, um, you remember the bigger purpose and that we're all contributing to a greater whole. And um, I'll just share that that I might, you had three specific very strong influences on me that I shared with you on Sunday and thanked you for. One was when I was in chiropractic school, um, and you were a speaker, and I was at the on, on an assembly, and you said something that was so profound. I can't even remember exactly what you said, but it was this virtual adjustment where I felt this sonic boom through the room, and I knew that we were different, and I knew that you had had this. Um, not only a personal power, but you, you linked into this universal power that had the influence that would have that could affect generations and many many people. And I thought, wow, I that's why it's important to speak, and that's that's why it's important to say something with clarity and conviction and from heart. And and I could feel the difference in my body after that. So I'd like to thank you very much for that. <laughs> I was still in chiropractic school. Um, and the second, so welcome. Yes. And then the second time was when um, was when I went to your seminar and and seeing you teach and feeling and 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 seeing just the the magic of how you worked with the spine and you're working with students and you just created this aura within the room. And there was there was a very distinct difference there though because there was a big difference between how you adjusted and how some of the students practiced on me and I thought if we could all just get it down like you did how we could serve the world and I was really excited about that so I'm really really grateful that you're also teaching 
Um, and I, I have thought about that when it came to me desiring to teach. And the third was when we had some very strong political um, opposition to protecting uh, natural health and protecting children's health. And on my own, I was making some statements publicly to support natural birth as well as um, less chemicals and less assault against our nervous system. And not even remembering me, it seems, um, you reached out to me to thank me for my voice and you told me that I, my voice was needed. So threefold, <laughs> you had that effect on my life. And and um, I just want to thank you for that. And, and thank you for continuing to be a voice in the profession, a voice for natural health, a voice for divinity. And, um, and I, I also want to tell you that any time that I've heard that there might have been, you know, um, uh, some some way that we could contribute to your health or or your your team growing. I just um, I would pray for you and I would send you energy and I have been your cheerleader from afar. So I, I'd like to thank you for the movements for the Cafe of Life that you created, as well as um, the mastery, love, and service that you've created, the seminars that you've created, and I couldn't have asked for a better first guest on my show and so thank you for being here dr arno and um, well jasmine <laughs> i'm very very honored that you chose me to be on the show and uh, you know i'm looking forward to whatever you have to ask me and i can contribute to the people on the show <laughs> yes well you've traveled the world and um you've seen different um scenarios politically as well as um, professionally in chiropractic and i think the biggest thing that i would like to to bring to Maui is a deeper understanding of chiropractic and what it means to be a chiropractor because um, I've heard, you know, the back and forth, I've heard people who really, of course, there's, there are people who really love the profession and understand the philosophy of the profession, and there are many people who, who know that they're in pain, had sought chiropractors, and weren't happy with the results and weren't happy with, they, with how they were treated. And being a leader in the profession, I would love to hear... Um, how you approach, and I'd love for you to explain to our community and our public your understanding of chiropractic, your understanding of the the, the meaning and the and the purpose for chiropractic in the world and and in healthcare, and um, where you're going with it. Well, you touch on many different things. One is uh, people having gone to chiropractors for various reasons yeah. and may have had a wonderful experience. Other people may not have had a wonderful experience. And the first thing I like to say is that that is not uncommon to the entire field of health and healing. People yes. can go to a dentist, a surgeon, a medical doctor, an osteopath, a chiropractor, you name it, a body worker and have wonderful experience and some not so good. Yes. And the biggest thing that I want to share is that within every profession, there is a spectrum of practitioner. There is people that are absolutely devoted to their profession. Uh, it's a calling for them. It's a vocation. It's a passion. It's a hobby. And usually when you go to someone like this, you have a wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. And then other people have come into their profession, whether it's chiropractic or another profession in the health field, 
because eh, it's a good profession, you know, I want to be good, but they're not fully, fully in love with what they are doing. It's just a job to them. Mm -hmm. They may do it well, and people have a decent experience. And as you know, there is also people that went into this profession because frequently they looked at it as very remunerative financially, and their motivation is really to make a big buck and to make mm. money. Mm. And as a result, frequently they get in bed with lawyers and insurance company and all this. And as a rule, there is exception to this, but as a rule, uh, people that enter those type of offices may have a great experience. So that's the first thing that I want to clear in what you preface in asking me the question yes. about chiropractic. Yes. Now, my I was blessed to have an education in chiropractic in 1973 uh, that was absolutely exceptional. That was the purest, most profound education one could receive in chiropractic because the people that taught me were taught by the very developer of chiropractic, which was B.J. Palmer. Wow. As a result, I received an extraordinary education and I have a very clear understanding, knowledge of what chiropractic is and what it is not. Mm -hmm. So uh, for the people listening, to me, it is clear that chiropractic was uncovered, discovered in quote, by Daniel David Palmer, uh, very much from the spiritual realm. Even though the first adjustment was given to a person that was deaf, that had lost his hearing, yes. and as a result of the adjustment, hearing was restored. That did not make chiropractic a treatment for loss of hearing or for any of those conditions. Mm -hmm. It was done out of the goodness of one, someone's heart, and then there was a magical outcome. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, chiropractic was born. But very quickly, it was realized that there is a spiritual dimension to every human being that is a life that we have. Yes. That is a spirit, the light, yes. the life force, the chi, that power a human being. Yes. And that that life force, that chi, that light flows through the nervous system. Mm -hmm. The nervous system is virtually the conduit for that life force to bring the light into every cell, every tissue, every organ, every mm -hmm. system of the body. Yes. Very much the same way, Jasmine, that an electrical system in a big factory brings a power to every single part of the factory, to the light, to the air condition, to the heating system, to the different manufacturing machines, and so on and so forth. Yes. So it, it's a perfect analogy. Now, obviously, things have evolved a lot in understanding that the light that powers our body is also imbued, impregnated, loaded with information. Yes. We are basically an energetic information system. And that light, that information that is loaded with information flow through the central nervous system and it goes from the brain through the spinal cord out to the nerve to teach to reach every single tissue cell in the body. Yes. So what we focus on in chiropractic is opening that channel the main channel along the spine mm -hmm. called the neurospinal system. Mm -hmm. And the reason it's called the neurospinal system is because the relationship to the spine, spinal cord, and nerve root is completely intimate. When the spine moves, 
the spinal cord moves along with it. Mm -hmm. The nerve roots are affected by the movement of the spine. Mm -hmm. So we call it the neurospinal system. And the sole purpose of chiropractic is to clear that channel so that the information, the life force that animates the body can flow freely without blockages. Yes. And when that happens, what we witness is that the body can function better, can adapt better. If it needs healing, it mm -hmm. can do so better. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it gives every human being not only the capacity to live in society, in the world, in a healthy way, because we have a greater capacity to adapt. But should people have problems, it also gives them the potential to heal. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to be very clear, Jasmine, on the show, to not mis be misunderstood. Say that someone comes in with symptom, degenerative illnesses that they've had for 15 to 20 years, will they benefit from chiropractic care? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Why? Because they can function better. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that the, their symptom will go away? Maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. Because after 15 years of degeneration, depending on their age, it may take a really long time to reverse the process. True. And we may have what we call limitation of time and limitation of matter, mm -hmm. where the destruction to the tissue, to the body is so severe mm -hmm. that there is enough time and capacity of the body to reverse that. Mm -hmm. However, the lesson to learn from that is that the people really that ought to receive chiropractic care are people that are young, mm -hmm. the children, the infants, the babies, the young people, mm -hmm. the people that are healthy, mm -hmm. so as to clear and to keep that system clear, because what we know is stress, mm -hmm. whether it's chemical, emotional or physical, can constrict that system, can create blockages along the channel between brain and body. Yes. So in, in a short, concise way, that's pretty much what chiropractic is all about, with the addition that we have complete understanding that within every human being reside an amazing power, mm -hmm. an amazing power to heal, mm -hmm. the very power that created us in the first place. Yes, yes. And the way that I like to convey this, Jasmine, is the fact that we were all created from an invisible dot, virtually a speck, invisible to the naked eye, which is the fertilizer ovum, mm -hmm. the meaning of the eggs, and uh, an ovum and, and the sperm that create the egg. Mm -hmm. The yes. egg is so small, you cannot see it with an naked eye. Mm -hmm. And yet within that egg is contained the knowledge, the know-how, the power to create a whole human being, which means that within that dot is locked the knowledge to, of cardiology, enterology, mm -hmm. gastrology, nephrology, neurology, <laughs> myology, syndesmology, osteology, all of the science of life, all the science of the human body. True. genetic, biology, biochemistry. Wow. So we have to empower people with the realization that that knowledge is within us and did not leave us the day we were born. Mm. It is still with us from the moment of conception to the moment of transition at the end of life. Yes, yes. So true, so true. And and I think it's, it's also important that, you know, you're... I think it brings a lot to the table that you are so grateful for your education, so grateful for you where you came from, because that creates a resonant field in you where your approach to your patient is different. Um, 
I, I graduated from Parker, and we 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 learned Parker principles, the love principle, uh, PTC, present time consciousness, where. I mean, whether you are seeing 500 patients or you're seeing one patient that they get 100% of you and that you are 100% present, and it helps you be um, in that person's, uh, synchronized with that person's breath, their 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 neurology, we, we affect each other's resonant fields. And, and I also think and um, have, have been so grateful to work with children and with, with the elderly people who... Um, especially with the children because they we're, we're trained to understand the nervous system we're trained to understand when their body's in defense or when their what their body needs inherently As the more and more people you work with the more intuitive you get and the children can't speak they just know that they're 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 not comfortable or they they are comfortable and i've had babies literally start adjusting and moving as i approach them and and I've I've worked with children who were had um, had ear infections, and as I as soon as I made a contact to approach them, they started to cry and they started to move their vertebra, their neck in a figure eight motion. They already started to unwind, as well as elderly who I have to, I was told where they said um, people people who had worked with them said this person is so grouchy. Um, just expect them to not be happy to work with you, where as soon as I just, from an outside perspective, three, four feet off the body, made a connection with their outer field and was coming towards their body. And as soon as I made a contact with their outer field, they took a a deep breath and said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So acknowledging that babies, the, the, the egg that we're, you're talking about, as well as our elderly, we're so much bigger than our physical body, that acknowledging that over time I found more and more, I said, if, I, if we could just literally inspire your body, let your body take in the fullness of your spirit, you would have beyond health. And so when, when in chiropractic school, I was taught that, that chiropractic is about Matt, um, about where the the physical and the spiritual body meld, and more and more I'm sensing that. And for a long time, yes, I worked with mostly children and healthy bodies, and I was afraid to work with those who were dying, until I, because they were so close to my family and friends, I did work with people who were dying, and I realized, of course, of course, they when on their way out, they want to be as bright and as beautiful and as shiny and as grateful as they possibly can be as they, they cross those gates to heaven or their next realm of life. And um, and that's where I really saw the beauty of chiropractic. Definitely those in the working field who go out and, and go to work and go do something great, but welcoming spirits in as you're working with a pregnant body or you're working with a baby who's being born or you're working with somebody who's dying and transitioning into their next realm to see and feel the beauty of chiropractic then too really transcended my experience and I just feel that you speak to that when you talk about the beauty of life and how how there's so much information in a cell and it's beyond that cell so um right so there's a a number of things you mentioned Jasmine that I want to to convey is that it is absolutely true that when you are in present time consciousness and you're truly in love with what you do, or if a person that come to see you bring you a compelling story that cracks your heart open, <laughs> something 
takes place biologically, physiologically, uh, in the room, in the field, because you, we know that all energy field extend beyond our body, and that when our heart is fully open, we know now that the heart uh, electromagnetic field is 5,000 times stronger than that of the brain, wow. and 100 times stronger than the electrical field of the brain. <laughs> so what we know is when our heart is blown wide open, we entrain the physiology of those around us, and this is why it has been said over centuries that love heals all, but you know, okay. sometimes we misconstrue what love is. So <laughs> this is a very important uh, point to make is when a practitioner is truly open-hearted and has blown their heart open and is in love with what they do, mm -hmm. there is already a field that will entrain the physiology of the person that may be at a lower vibration because physically or emotionally, chemically, they are challenged. Yes. So that's one of the things that you mentioned that is important to, to bring clarity to. Yes. And the second thing, when you mentioned about, you know, when you approach a baby mm -hmm. and something change in the field, mm -hmm. I had a very vivid memory of being called in a hospital in, when I was practicing in Pennsylvania by a chiropractor whose wife had had a complicated birth and gave birth in a hospital and the baby was in a neonatal unit. Mm. And and the baby was hooked up to monitors, different monitoring device. And every time that I brought my hand into the field of that baby to make a contact on that baby, I could see all of the variable on the monitoring device jumping up and yes. improving. Yes. So there is something very real about that because sometimes from a listener point of view on, on the talk show, they may think, well, this is kind of voodoo, this is strange. <laughs> no, this is actually the reality and it can be monitored mm -hmm. by a monitoring device, uh, whether it's, you know, the heart rate, the blood pressure, mm -hmm. uh, the respiratory rate and so on. Mm -hmm. There is a change that will take place when you come into the field of a child of a human being and the intention has a healing intention. It's a service intention. It's mm -hmm. designed to clear that person of blockages. So it's, it's a very, very real thing that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And then when we're tapping to innate or this universal wisdom, then we're tapping into the perfection of everything as it is. So we approach the body or we approach anybody with gratitude and knowing that everything is meant to be made right in the moment. So there's nothing lacking. We don't go into the space with any sense of lack, but instead, like, how can I serve you? How can I help you? How can I make you um, even better in the moment? How can I l confirm with you that I am here for you and that we're all connected and you have everything you require now? It's a much different approach. It's a very vitalistic approach of connection and oneness. Um, and, and like you said, of course, service. Very correct. And actually, this is one of the things that I think is peculiar to a profession mm -hmm. is that we are taught all of the science of the human body, all the science of life. Uh, we study exactly the same things that is being studied in medical school. Mm -hmm. However, we view it from a very different perspective. Yes. And I think within the chiropractic profession, we humble ourselves in front of the greatness mm -hmm. of the innate intelligence within the inborn intelligence that we are all born with. Mm -hmm. We humble ourselves in knowing that within every human being, 
reside a power that is a power of creation, yes. that is a power to heal. It suddenly, if, if that power made a lung in the first place, it can repair the lung. If it makes a skin mm-hmm. or a bone, it can repair a bone. Yes. And we humble ourselves in front of that power, but we recognize also that for that power to be free to express itself, the neurospinal system, it is essential that that system be clear of any blockages or any interference. So that's that's a very big element from which we come from in chiropractic. Yes, yes. And we're, we were just speaking recently on the show before this. Um, they were speaking about, because Maui is known for being a pristine environment, and we have some locus, uh, local assaults that are happening here, like a, an, an awareness now more recently that even sunblocks are creating have we put some sunblocks on our skin that have created uh, chemical residue in our body that will never go away and we have Monsanto who is is um, has is testing seeds on the island and it's affecting everyone just down the island from the from the breezeway and that there's a big movement right now to protect what they call the Aina the the land and and protect the people from people from here who literally speak have spoken openly about how the Aina, how that land is responding, how the they so there's a there's a conversation about the bigger vision of life, about how the wind is speaking to us, the the earth is speaking to us below us, the sun. And that's why I, I feel so at home here because there's an awareness that there's something so much greater than us that's orchestrating life. And um and that's why I think it's with just the right messaging and confirmation that that the that the proper or the vitalistic chiropractic philosophy is in congruence with the Aloha spirit and with this connection that we are they're all that we're all connected and we have this divine energy and information in us that is meant to thrive. Um, if I, I really feel that if the Hawaiian people understood that, they would be welcoming chiropractic and 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 um, using more of this vitalistic philosophy in their everyday. It's not just something that you experience on the beach, but it's something that you experience when you're choosing what to eat, when you're choosing um, where to go, and then listening from your gut, like what does my body, what is my body asking, and what's the bigger picture of what's going on, and um, how can I connect to people on a deeper level? So, um, I just, well, it's yeah. interesting you're mentioning all this because on my very early time with my chiropractor in Paris, France, in 1973, yes, he referred to a profession as a custo society of the internal environment. In other words, we have such a respect for the sanctity of the human body, for yes. the sanctity of the human blood, but once someone really learn to respect themselves, the temple that the body is, the temple of the spirit that it is, once you have that respect for yourself, automatically transfer and transport itself into respect for the outer environment, Mm. for Mother Nature, for Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, sometimes there is an ecological movement and you see people involved in the ecological movement, but they haven't yet made the leap to first respect their own inner ecology. Mm -hmm. So they're like, you know, really battling for the environment, and yet they're eating at Burger King or dropping all kind of chemicals and drugs into their body. True. So for me, 
I believe that everything from come from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. be live by example by honoring, respecting the biology of your being, uh, the ecology of your own being, mm-hmm. and automatically it will transfer itself into respecting the earth, mm-hmm. respecting nature, respecting life. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a very compatible. A symbiotic relationship between the outer ecology and inner ecology, but I believe that everything has to start from within. Yes, and it's that vibration, it's that resonance that creates the field around you. So, um, I've I always wanted to live on Maui, and uh, so now, of all things, to be on the radio show as a voice of Maui is a deep honor for me. Um, I don't know, I don't know if you know this, but there's. Uh, a mountain here that is considered very sacred, Haleakala. And uh, people who practice yoga and spiritual practices have referred to this this mountain precipice where you that has a sun bowl as what they consider the heart chakra of the planet. And mm-hmm. so people come here to heal their heart. And you hear... You, you hear people talk about, you know, the Aloha spirit and just there's so many pristine areas here that just are so high in vibration. And I, I just feel it's such a beautiful place to experience nature and to heal. And I, w- I would love to invite you out to, I don't know if you've been to Maui, if you've experienced Maui before, but um, that uh, people who choose to live here, as well as people who lo- choose to live in Durango in Colorado, it's usually not by accident that um, that, that correct yeah. <laughs> correct. Usually, people are drawn to the synchronicity of life uh, that bring them there, and it's very become very clear. This is where I need to be and want to be and choose to be. So, uh, no, I have never been to Hawaii. Uh, uh-huh. I've been, you know, I've been to Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, uh, and many parts of Europe. Nearly every country in Europe. So, I've traveled extensively. Uh, Canada, Mexico, Central America, yes. South America, but I've never been yet to Hawaii. Not yet. Uh, and, Not yet. And that could, that could be, you know, that could be the impetus to make that happen. Yeah. So, so we'll let, yeah, this will be your formal invitation, and we'll talk about um, how we can, <laughs> how we can do that. Um, I I think I I'm due for a little break, so if you don't mind, um, I'm gonna uh, welcome a little break here, and then um, and then speak to you off air for a second. Great. Want to host your own radio talk show? You can. Once every month, KAKU 88.5 FM offers an introduction to radio class at Akaku Plaza at 333 Dairy Road in Kahului. This introduction to radio will get your feet wet and show you what you need to do to get started. Interested? Call us at 871-5554 for more information and registration. Funding for KAKU 88.5 FM is provided by sponsors like Valley Isle Marine Center with sales and services on boats, parts, and more in the Maui boating community. Located at 1976 Wells Street at the corner of Wells and Market in Wailuku, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, call 808-244-2000 or visit their website at www www.valleyislemarinecenter.com. Mahalo for supporting KAKU Voice of Maui. 
Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for 75 years, he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like, if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So be careful out there. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Adcom. Saturday night at 8 and Sunday night at 9 on KAKU 88.5 FM, we experience dead air. Not that kind of dead air. We're talking Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead music for an entire hour. Saturday night at 8 and Sunday night at 9 with me, Corey Daniels, on KAKU 88.5 FM. Do you have something to say but can't find an outlet? Did you know that Akaku offers a service called Open Mic? Here, you can come in and make a statement on any topic you want, and it's free. Play a song you wrote, recite a monologue, do a funny dance, comment on a recent event. The floor is yours. Come speak your mind for free. Appointments are available Mondays and Wednesdays between 1 and 3. Call 871-5554 today to reserve your spot. Welcome back to KAKU FM 88.5 FM. This is Dr. Jasmine, and I am interviewing Dr. Arno Bernier um, out in Durango, Colorado. Thank you for being us, being with us here, Dr. Arno. Can you hear I'm me? I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and now you have an invitation to visit Maui, and I would love to have you here. Um, Sounds great. I You've traveled all over the world in teaching as well as... Um, with retreats and missions, I'm I'm curious to hear w- that certain places that you felt were the most high energy, most healing, most healing places to go in the world. Um, wh- if if you were to create a magic map of the most pristine places to heal in the world or visit from where you've gone, where would what would you say? Well, I'll, I'll say that Brazil. Uh, is an amazing place. There is very high vibration, mm. in spite of the fact that the country is plagued with political corruption and a lot of crime and poverty. Mm. Nevertheless, uh, I've been to Fortaleza, which means a fortress of light. Wow! Uh, in uh, in Brazilian, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> the the place in Brazil is just so vibrant. And we, when we went there, we went there to. Uh, serve people in what is called the Pavilla, which is basically uh, the most impoverished area of Fortaleza. And the love and pride that those poor people have Mm. and what they give back to you when you come to serve them is very touching. And what I found in Brazil is that the music permeates every area of life. Mm -hmm. You know, you watch people waiting for the bus, for the public bus, and they're all moving. (laughs) listening to the internal music or to a music that somebody is playing nearby. Mm-hmm. So there is a rhythm to that country. There is a love to that country uh, that, for me, has been very touching. Mm-hmm. I've also been to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Uh, Costa Rica, nature is so beautiful. I think it, there is many places in Costa Rica that are highly suitable for, for healing. Know, deep healing energy. But my most amazing encounter was actually in Vietnam really? and we spent, uh, you know, we went, my wife and I went on not a sightseeing tour of Asia, 
but on a cultural tour of Asia where we wanted to connect with the people in the small villages mm-hmm. and really spend time there. So at time we spent a week to 10 days in one tiny little village where there may be two or 300 people there. And there is a few things that I want to say about Vietnam because you mentioned earlier Monsanto mm-hmm. um, coming into Hawaii and Maui. Mm-hmm. And if people really want to know what that corporation is about, they may want to inquire about the War Museum in Saigon, which is now called Ho Chi Minh City. Because in Saigon, there is two floors that are dedicated to Dow Chemical and Monsanto because of the experiment that was done during the Vietnam War on civilian by those corporations. Wow. And I can only say that it makes the Nazi looked like they were in kindergarten. Wow. And those experiments were done hidden from the Congress, hidden from the Senate, hidden from the GI in the field. And it was done in secrecy behind, you know, I'm sure with the approval of some high ranking people in the military. But when you see what it has done to the civilian population in Vietnam, it's absolutely atrocious. Oh dear. So what touched me in Vietnam was the kindness and the love that people had. And what I encounter in Vietnam is being able to speak with people that were the North Vietnamese regular army or South Vietnamese regular army of Viet Cong, which was basically the resistance, the guerrilla. Mm-hmm. And every one of those people, when we spoke to them, said, I have no animosity. I have no anger towards any of the soldiers that came to Vietnam, we di- we knew that those boys didn't want to be here. But the government, that is very difficult to forgive. Wow. So what I found in Vietnam is a huge spirit of love, of healing, of forgiveness, mm-hmm. uh, especially, you know, for all the soldiers that went there, the American soldiers that went there. So it was it was a very touching place. It's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. The, the food is extraordinary. And I feel it provide in Vietnam, there is a there is a healing energy, there is a connectedness in the population that is very touching. Mm, so beautiful. I never I that I actually wasn't I, I never would have expected that um, testimonial from you or share for you about Vietnam and, and their perspective and, and the chemical link. I'm so sorry about that. It's oh, oh, the pictures. If you if you can, uh, I mean, I have all the pictures that I've taken of the second and third floor of the oh. monstrosity that happened to people, the deformities that are beyond comprehension. Oh my god! Uh, I don't know if it's available on online, but people that want to know how dark those corporation and evil those corporation are. They may want to take a look at that. Uh, or if they go to Vietnam, they don't want to miss the opportunity to go to the War Museum in Saigon. Mm, thank you so much for sharing that information. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Yeah, there was a there was a a radio a radio commercial recently local here that had mentioned that if you had grown up near a pineapple farm, when there are many pineapple farms here, that and um, if you had grown up near that and you happened to have a child that had uh, a birth deformity specifically related to their heart, the heart, please contact them. And I had several or a couple children that I knew of personally who 
the parents were both raised here and they had either heart problems or literally required two open heart surgeries before they could leave the hospital. And I couldn't get that out of my mind, that it was affecting second, third generation. Um, right. Yes, that's very yes. clear in Vietnam uh, that uh, it affected the people that were there at the time and then uh, for the few next generation until the body was able to adapt mm -hmm. and then rid itself <coughs> of, you know, the negativity of those chemicals and the impact of those chemicals. But, uh, you know, I don't want to dwell on no, no, something no. very heavy and dark. I want to move into yeah. really... <laughs> yeah. The, the amazing beauty of the human body and the yeah. resiliency of life and the power of life. Yes. Which that's is, really what it's about. Yes, which is there too. So what I would love to hear from you, because I, I'm now in my 18th year of practice, and I absolutely have to have a wellness regimen. I'm very picky about what I eat. I receive weekly adjustments, weekly massage. Um, you're ahead of me in, in practice and in your years in practice. I would love to hear about your personal wellness regimen. What do you do to take care of yourself? Well, I have to say that I'm virtually like a monk. So <laughs> I have a very, very specific regimen. I'm extremely self-disciplined. Mm. So <clears throat> every single morning, I start with two full glasses of water mm. with a tiny bit of salt Mm -hmm. in the water because basically it allows a cell to hydrate think of it that way when mm -hmm. you go to a hospital the first thing that people do is they put you an iv with a saline solution true to hydrate the body so it allows the body to hydrate once i have done that i go outside in the cold and this morning it was 10 degrees <laughs> fahrenheit in the snow and i exercise with deep breath work for 25 minutes awesome then I come back in and I do a good half an hour of yoga. Okay. And then I come back in and every other day, uh, I may do some physical training with some light weight and high repetition. Mm. And then I do meditation. Once I'm done with that, I take my shower, I have my breakfast, I brush my teeth, <laughs> and I'm ready for my day. <laughs> so that's my regimen. Now, yes. what I will add to that is... From time to time, and in the winter a lot more than in the summer, I do an infrared sauna about three times a week. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, obviously, I eat. We eat organically. Mm -hmm. A very minimal amount of meat. As a matter of fact, for years and years, I was completely vegetarian. Mm -hmm. But when we moved to Colorado, living at sixty-five hundred feet, which is two thousand meters, basically, yes, uh, the demand on the body is different. The activities are different. True. They're very strenuous. And our family that was vegetarian for years, when we moved to Colorado, within six months, everybody was craving meat. Mm. So from mm -hmm. time to time, we eat meat, mm -hmm. but it's mostly wild game, yes. elk, yes. bears, yes. Um, wow. deers. And then we have, we bought a 500 acre ranch that is completely organic. So from time to time, we have beef, um, pork, but it's rare. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you choose to uh, eat uh, definitely what's local and close to you and more accustomed to your body and have a relationship with what you take in. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with the energy of it as opposed to commercial meat and not having a relationship with a with the animal or the land and 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 the seasonal and responding to your season. I think I think that has a lot to do with natural rhythm too. Yeah, I mean, it's common sense, you know, that animals that uh, live in the wild, uh, 
do not are not subject to a lot of stress and when there is a kill it's not anticipated so it's not like slaughtering a whole herd of cows and then that vibration goes through the system and those chemicals are locked into the system uh, <coughs> so even the farm the the 500 acre ranch that we have bordered to which is organic mm-hmm. they take one cow at a time mm-hmm. and slaughter it mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. so there is no uh the, the vibration doesn't go through the herd mm-hmm. and so the meat the meat is exceptional mm-hmm. it's called the james ranch which is really known and most of the restaurant in durango uh, serve only organic meat or wild game mm-hmm. so we're we're blessed you know this is a high awareness high consciousness high vibration community here in durango colorado mm, beautiful well you're blessed on purpose and intentionally you chose your home um, yes. Yeah. And that's 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 how I'd like to empower families here. Like what advice would you give to the regular working family, right? Um if you because you've raised your your children and I've I've raised my children. I finally made out to made it out to Maui, the place that was always calling my soul to live. I mean if you were to um to coach and support and cheerlead the fa- the families now, they have such different uh, environment than even when I was raising my kids. The internet is a lot more um, involved in everyday life. People are almost bombarded with EMF and and all this electrical bombardment and uh, social media. Like, where, what advice can you give to our families right now, especially the ones bringing up young children and 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 doing the best well, that they can? For me personally. Uh, Jen and I, my wife and I, raise our children without without imposing anything on them. Mm-hmm. We believe in living by example. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that when you do that, uh, the children will not resist or rebel. But if you try to impose on them, you can do this, you can do that, you must do this, you must do that. Very quickly, you meet resistance and rebellion, and usually it backfires. So my recommendation is as parents. You know, become conscious, mm-hmm. become conscious of your environment, become conscious of the food that you put in, become conscious of what you expose your mind to. Mm-hmm. For example, we do not use media at all. Mm-hmm. We have no TV. Mm-hmm. We watch Netflix. We have, we have Gaia, G-A-I-A dot yes. com. Yes, yes. Uh, which is a very beautiful, um, conscious media. Yes. So... Be aware of how you conduct your life and be an example for your children without imposing anything on them. Mm. Uh, that's my first recommendation because I'll be really at loss to give any other advice, which I call advice. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so, so interesting, yes. This is a, my recommendation is just live by example, uh, really become a conscious being, know what you feed your brain with, know yes. what you are exposing yourself to, yes, um, yes. And, and how you behave in life. And that will impact your children more so than anything else. Yes. And and I also, I just, I wanted to thank you also for my family. I have a sister who's six years younger than me, who is in chiropractic school, and um, and a niece who's her daughter, who's also in chiropractic school with her mother. They're both going to Life West. And uh-huh. my sister, when I told her about my first, about interviewing you, she said, you know, and 
big caps, Arnold, with with all these exclamation marks. Really excited that I was interviewing you. We we don't always agree on everything, but I'm glad that we agree on you, especially since she's in chiropractic school. I I, um, I I'm seeing her heart unfold for chiropractic in the profession, and I would love to hear um, your perspective on our graduating class. I mean, we are in it right now. They're um, I mean, I, I left almost heartbroken with things that were happening in California around vaccines and forcing um, not just children, but soon, you know, these recommendations that they're having on on care providers. Like, what would you say to our graduating class? And thank you so much already, just even in, uh, you know, in introducing that it, for all that you've already done. It, like, what would you tell the student that the student who's in chiropractic school now and and what is your message to our current um, chiropractic profession, people that are all working together for this common good? What is your message to us now? Well, there is a few things that I would like to say. Is one is, you know, people enter chiropractic college, they have a lot of passion, they have a lot of fire, they want to serve humanity. And as you know, the curriculum is very demanding, very taxing. And many of those students come out and they have lost a lot of that fire. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I would say is wash yourself of your education. Take some time for yourself. Come out of the bubble of school because we live in a bubble for all those years. And re-enter real life, reconnect with yourself. And then when you feel rejuvenated and recharged and your passion has been reignited, then step into the field to serve people. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. The second thing that I would say is make sure that you do not inflate yourself with the title doctor Mm -hmm. and remind yourself that the doctor within is really the true doctor. True. Uh, Because what I've said frequently is that people can start to become ego-driven, inflated, swollen ankle, because now I'm a doctor. Mm -hmm. And the reality is what I bring a lot to the forefront is that a doctor might not be as important as a garbage collectors. (laughs) If you think about it, when medical doctors go on strike, what we have known repeatedly in different areas was that took place, the mortality rate went down. But when garbage people go on strike, the mortality rate goes up. Wow. So we better remain humble and remember that we are just an instrument of healing and put ourselves back where we belong. Mm. If we believe that we are somebody now because we have a doctor title, we better check with ourselves mm-hmm. and start to really realize that we have work to do within. So true. So those are the, the two things that I would highly recommend. Yes. And then um, when you enter practice. Yes serve people from your heart with all the love that you have mm-hmm. and all the skills that you can bring uh, to the table because we have adjusting tables in chiropractic. Mm-hmm. I think that is essential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, this, we, have, we have one more, we have time to talk about one last thing and I've been meaning to talk to you about this too because you created movements with Cafe of Life as well as your seminars like in, in essence, I am bring it, it's very important to me to bring this inspiration, this wisdom to the regular family, to to make it easier for them to be well. And just your advice on on your impetus to start a movement and what it t- took to keep it growing. And I, I'd love your advice specifically on that, with with my heart on this mission and my gathering people to 
to empower families to be well from within? Like what specifically did you do in your mindset in growing your movement? Well, the biggest thing, you know, when you create something is to have laser sharp focus, mm. laser sharp dedication and commitment to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll know when, when the field, which mm. is an energetic field, a morphogenic field basically has been created, it, it will slowly grow as more and more people come into that field. Mm. And then there is a point where you can let it go because organically, uh, that seed was planted and that seed now has grown mm. and it has been watered, it has been nurtured, and now, you know, it's moving on its own. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's very much the process. With the Cafe of Life model, what I created at the time is a model of practice that put people first. Mm. I wanted people to be heard, to be seen, to be recognized, to be listened to. Yes. And to know that those people coming into our offices were the most important thing. Mm. To mm-hmm. give them the best care possible. Mm-hmm. And then the byproduct was, yes, you get a financial reward, but that's a byproduct of, of what you do. It doesn't come on the forefront. True. So we created a model of practice called the Cafe of Life model where we serve the exceptional chiropractic experience mm. because we wanted people to be first because what I've noticed in not only the chiropractic profession, but also the healthcare system in general is that business has become number one. Mm. You know, you walk in, you mm. have insurance card. Can I get your insurance card? Mm. You sign those financial uh, responsibility document. Oh, it's, it's all business, business, business. And then we move people like cattle Sorry, as fast guys. as possible. We make them wait a crazy amount of time no. uh, to see the doctor. I wanted this to be completely reversed, to mm-hmm. truly have a humanitarian approach. Mm-hmm. So that's why, how we created the Cafe of Life model. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you serve life and life serves you and it's a circular mission and it continues to grow. That's, it's beautiful. It's, it's very clear why you've become a leader in our profession, why people are hungry to hear your words and why you had such a great effect on my life and and hopefully um, the lives of many from this interview and from future interviews because I have more questions for you. (laughs) (laughs) I am definitely inviting you to Maui. I'm so glad that my my sister as well as my niece um, look up to your level of service and and my sister has already gone to one of your seminars. I've gone to one. It's time for me to come back and ideally host you out here. So thank you, Arno. I just, I can't, I can't thank you enough. And um, thank you for setting this example for us. And Well, Jasmine, you're <laughs> very welcome. It was my pleasure. And all I can say to the people of Hawaii is aloha. <laughs> if I was in, in Costa Rica, I would say pura vida. Uh, but life is beautiful and just uh, trust it fully and always serve your heart you know it will serve you well yes we make it so we make it so thank you so much Arno yes I I couldn't have asked for a better first guest and um, I will be contacting you for more and and we'll be sharing your information online so that people can find cafes of life find more of your teachings be it other chiropractors as well as families who are looking to be served around the world thanks to your service and what you've already put forth. Thank you again. Okay. Thank you. Aloha. Bye-bye. Aloha, Arnold.